Hey, let's face it, lending decisions aren't always fair, but what if there were a way to correct that condition and to make progress based on the data that is already available, and in fact, to accelerate the view of lending decisions based on up-to-the-minute information. Well, it can be done, and to explain how that works, we have Steve Byerly, the Chief Technology Officer at Lokiata, here on Bankadelic. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic! The colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate and investigate, actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carloso, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, kick up your feet. Here we go. If you're looking to grow your digital banking business, check out Lemonade LXP, the digital growth platform for financial institutions and fintechs. Lemonade LXP has both ingredients you need to drive digital growth, a learning experience platform that uses daily micro-learning to give staff the knowledge and confidence they need to promote and support your digital capabilities, and a digital adoption platform that supports your digital capabilities with technology walkthroughs that you can author in just minutes. So if you're rolling out new technology, merging with or acquiring another FI, or just looking to drive digital banking growth, you gotta drink the lemonade. For more information, check out Lemonade LXP at www.lemonadelxp.com. Thanks again for tuning into Bankadelic. And if you're a regular listener, you know we are part of the NMD Plus family of podcasts based in London. And today on the show, what a treat. We have Steve Byerly. Steve is the Chief Technology Officer at Lokiata. That is a company focused on delivering AI-powered digital credit solutions that scale with more than 30 years of large enterprise and B2B SaaS at software as a service product engineering and leadership experience. Steve is an expert in delivering data communications, security, integration, and financial services products from concept to market. And Steve, I hope you deliver this podcast from concept to market. Welcome to Bankadelic. Thank you very much for having me. I'm glad to be here. Now, there is an interesting story behind the name Lokiata, and you shared that with me off mic. Maybe you can share that with the audience. Yeah. So Lokiata is actually a Sanskrit word, and Sanskrit's an ancient language that originated in what's now India, and it means for a better world. That is fabulous. And that obviously connects to what the company's mission and everyday purpose is. And perhaps you can discuss that in context of what you guys are doing day to day. Yeah. So Lokiata provides automated credit decisioning platforms and we're a mission oriented company. And our mission really is to help lenders provide affordable credit to more people. And so there are a lot of people in the U.S. that don't have access to affordable credit for a variety of reasons. And our approach is to use advanced analytics and automation to learn more about their behavior so that lenders better understand them and they can get access to better credit. That is really essential and very much needed because 
The whole subject of alternative data is a big one today, and there is the sense that FICO scores can only go so far. Tell us a little bit from your perspective about how alternative data is contributing to fair lending decisions. Yeah, so there are a couple of aspects to it. One is that during the pandemic, you know, borrowers who faced job loss or other issues that might have affected their payment history could have dings in their credit report. And using alternative data, you can actually get an up-to-the-day picture of their financial situation. And going back two years, so you can see how their behavior, their financial behavior has changed over that two-year period and what they're doing within the last three to five months. And so using that information, lenders can get a better idea of their capacity to pay, really. I hope the lenders are listening out there. <laughs> Up to the minute and back two years. <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah, it's pretty impressive, actually. You know, the availability of data and the digital footprints people leave in the Internet are very valuable. And all of that brings up a very important wrinkle here is that in the days of old, a lot of this might have been done manually, or if it was done with any sort of technology, it was to look up records that obviously weren't up to the minute. I think there's a message here about how embracing technology is going to make for better credit decisioning. Walk us through that a little bit. Yeah, so you bring up a good example. So an example is bank statements. And bank statements have been used for you know decades as a measure of a person's financial life. And so originally, you would have to get your bank statements that you got in the mail. You would collect them, you would photocopy them, and then mail them in or walk them into the lender. And that gave way to online banking and PDF bank statements. So you could download your PDF bank statements, and then you could attach those to an email and send those into the lender. Now, through open banking APIs, you can fully automate that where basically the lender asks the borrower for permission to share their bank statements. The borrower logs in and the bank statements are immediately sent to the lender. And then a platform can, within a few seconds, ingest all of the transactions and build out a financial profile and even a score of some sort to help the lender make a decision on whether they're credit worthy or not. Sounds like there's a lot of catching up to do then industry-wide, but that the tools are actually there. If there is a silver bullet, maybe we should just say if there is some sort of important bridge to cross here to get people to catch up and to take advantage of this technology that you're talking about. That's a great question. And so as we work with lenders, you know, we find varying degrees of digital transformation in those businesses. And so we're typically coming in where they're starting a new portfolio, or it might even be a brand new lender. So they're really looking for starting with an end-to-end -end automated system. In other cases, you might be modernizing an existing portfolio or an existing set of portfolios where things are done very manually and they want to partially or fully automate that. And so, you know, partnering with a fintech is a good way for banks and credit unions, for instance, to get on the fast track to digital transformation and full or partial automation of their underwriting processes. Yeah, it's funny because a couple of years ago when I started covering fintechs, there was really this trepidation on behalf of banks and financial institutions to partner with fintechs. But it seems that we're finally getting over that. We realize what the value of that is. Maybe there is a perceived stumbling block, not an actual stumbling block, where 
banks or financial institutions say, well, we have this manual process. We're kind of wedded to this in a way, but we do want to take advantage of the automation. How can a hybrid model that incorporates the best of both worlds be enacted? That's actually a very good approach. So banks and other lenders have these processes that they have in place. They have these scorecards and it really, it's working. They're making money and they're making their goals, but they also see pressure from competition, particularly non-bank lenders that are taking a lot of their customers. And so a hybrid approach would be to use an automation platform to basically replicate their scorecards and their existing processes, and then add those processes one by one through the use of a workflow engine and decisioning to automate and standardize what they're doing. And then over time, those scorecards can be updated to machine learning models, for instance, that you know once they have enough volume, then they can use advanced analytics and machine learning to continuously improve the underwriting processes. Indeed, and it would seem like automation is a very important point to touch on because it's taking guesswork out of this lending process. How is that? Yeah, so automation really equals standardization. And that standardization means that every loan is handled exactly the same way. And so as they're going through this digital transformation process and this automation process, the entire underwriting flow has to be defined in the software. And then it runs the same way every time. And when it runs the same way every time, that means that you can measure every single step and those measurements can be compared from loan to loan across the portfolio. And then when you have the standardization and then you have the measurements, you can see where you have areas for improvement. And then it also helps demonstrate compliance because you have a rich data set of loans that have all been done the same way. And you have all of the data that was used to make those underwriting decisions. And that can be made available to the regulators if they come in for an audit of some sort. And what a crucial point to make because sometimes compliance is an issue or a set of challenges that escape many fintechs. They want to get in and they want to disrupt and they want to change things, but that's a tech mindset. It's not an institutional mindset that financial services really, really has to pay attention to. So I'm glad you brought that up. Now, if we drill down a little deeper, there are some great things going on at Lokiata, and I will highlight one of them and ask for your help in walking me through it, why it's important, why it matters. It's the Bank Analyze version 2.2 update, which on this day that we're taping today has just been released. So why is that a good thing for Lokiata and for its customers? Yeah. So, you know, earlier in this conversation, we talked about bank statement analysis and bank statement processing. And so Bank Analyze really is the next generation tool in a family of tools called Instant Bank Account Verification. And really it's a customer permissions product. So a customer logs in and shares their bank statements with the lender. Our platform ingests those bank statements. It does a cash flow summary, it does aggregations, and it also does trended analysis of features. And then the lender has an interface where they can set a variety of rules that essentially are their scorecard. And those rules are weighted as each of those rules hits, that weighting is added up. And then that generates a decision of deny, review, or approve. In the interface, the lender's agent has prompts 
that are in red, yellow, and green that give them indications of things they might want to look at, particularly in the review process where it's a borrower that might be on the border or the data that came from the bank is not properly categorized and they can go into bank analyze, change those categories and instantly rerun all the rules and summaries. Again, to really get an instant financial picture of the borrowers. That is fabulous. I mean, I love the idea of making something user-friendly. When we talk about deny, review, or approve, red, yellow, green, that is something that is instantly relatable, very easy to remember and to operate for the people who are driving the bus, so to speak, and using the software. So thumbs up on that one. Yeah, well, thank you. Now, as we look ahead, obviously, you guys have done some critical foundational work in improving on a pain point, one that has frankly existed for a long, long time. But there may also be within the industry some trepidation. And so let's say somebody comes to you and says, Steve, this sounds fabulous. I get it. I am just not quite sure where to start with this. I don't know where to dive in. It all seems a little bit overwhelming. What would you tell them? Yeah, I would tell them you know, to take an incremental approach. We mentioned it earlier in the podcast here where start with what you know works and a plan to transform and automate. And when you automate your processes of what you know works and measure it, you can see, you know, whether it's working or not, tweak it to get it working so it's working at least as well, if not better than what you were doing. And then once you get to that point, then it really is a matter of measurement and constant improvement. Indeed. And let's keep our fingers crossed that we make it there within a generation, hopefully well within a generation, because it's long overdue what you're doing. And I really salute you for making the effort for being there on the front lines and reimagining what fair lending decisions can be. So wonderful stuff. Wonderful stuff. Great. Well, thank you very much. And thank you, Steve, for being on the podcast today. We'll be looking forward to following what Lokiata does, and hopefully we can have you back on at some point to give us an update where you are, what kind of exciting things are going on. It would be my pleasure, and thank you for inviting me. Steve Byerly is the Chief Technology Officer at Lokiata. He is based in the Baltimore, Washington area, and you can look for Steve on LinkedIn. You're listening to Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at NMD Plus, based in London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas. If you like what you've heard here, be sure to check out NMD Plus's financial technology podcast, Dave and Darm Demystify, with hosts Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery. Bankadelic. Sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? 
Banker Hire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. Banker Hire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. Quantic is the adaptive digital bank that offers entrepreneurs, immigrants, millennials, low-income families, seniors, and others innovative banking products and services which embrace the diversity of circumstances that exist in the lives of customers while elevating their financial strength. For more information, visit QuanticBank.com. That's Q-U-O-N-T-I-C Bank.com. Well, Mrs. Cockney, it's been a while since we've had you in the bank. And Alrighty! Welcome back. I, I think um, something you wanted to talk about today regarding creditworthiness? That's right! I don't know why I don't get the credit I deserve! Well, if you mean financially speaking, there are a bunch of things we need to look at and... No, I'm not necessarily talking about the numbers, you know. I'm talking about why I don't get credit for cooking and slaving and doing all the things that make me deserving of a chance to get all the money I need. <laughs> Mrs. Cockney, I'm afraid that once again you are very confused. Oh, I'm not confused! <laughs> so, I guess what you're saying is I should just open up the vault here and hand you all the money you need. There's a problem with that. What I'd say, what's the problem? <sighs> the problem is if we just gave money to every single person who walked in this bank, we would be taking a risk that frankly nobody could afford. Do you get it? I don't know. If you're going to give me the money, then I suppose I'll get it. Oh, no. Look, if I have to explain it to you one more time, I'm afraid that I'm going to begin to lose my patience a little bit. There's no need for doing that. Put your hands in the air. This is a stick-up. Not again. You had me! Give me the credit all I deserve! Okay, Mrs. Cockney, all those years of cooking and slaving and cleaning up after your kids, I give you a lot of credit. I think you deserve way more credit than anyone ever gave you. Oh, okay! Well, that's a stop! Maybe I'll come back a little later! And this time, I'll make sure the actual bullets in the gun! But that's a water gun. I know, but you know, it's all tough these days to get what you want. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Brickadelic presents. Three Bullseyes. Number one. During the pandemic, you know, borrowers who faced job loss or other issues that might have affected their payment history could have dings in their credit report. And using alternative data, you can actually get an up to the day 
picture of their financial situation. Number two. Automation really equals standardization, that every loan is handled exactly the same way. The entire underwriting flow has to be defined in the software, and then it runs the same way every time. Number three. You might be modernizing an existing set of portfolios where things are done very manually and they want to partially or fully automate that. And so partnering with a fintech is a good way for banks and credit unions to get on the fast track to digital transformation and full or partial automation of their underwriting processes. And now, lose views. If Bankadelic has a niche somewhere in the financial services podcast universe, it's to try to bring things to light that will help make the world a better place, not just for financial institutions, but for the people that use them. At the time of the George Floyd murder, I ran an episode that talked about racial practices in lending and how, in fact, in the city of Chicago, major banks were declining mortgages at more than double the rate to people who were of African-American descent or other minorities. It's time to correct that, but how do you do that when banks often make their decisions based on models that frankly need updating? When we talk about how lending decisions are made, when we talk about credit decisioning, technology can build a bridge, as Steve Byerly talked about on today's podcast. Banks like to talk all the time about how loans can generate economic activity, make dreams possible, and open up businesses. You can go on and on and on. But if those loans are being denied for any reason other than financial credit worthiness, then we need to take another look at how the system works and what can be done to improve it. The smart use of data can make it possible to more correctly assess loan worthiness and even the playing field. Steve Byerly gave us a glimpse into that today. Let's hope we can move more towards fair, equitable, and up-to-date ways of assessing creditworthiness based on where technology can take us. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Jenny Elman. Thanks again to the William Mills Agency for their generous sponsorship. Thanks to Banker Hire. Thanks also to Quantic. I'm Lou Carlozo. You can catch me on LinkedIn. And as the feds close in on me and the other wise guys, I'll be thinking. Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of NMD+, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.